This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. Enjoy weekends with Wendy, Saturday and Sunday mornings here on The One. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue, A.J. Reister, and a whole clue of people, a whole slew of people today. we got Brent Ewell from the uh, Northfield Raiders football team. He'll be joining us here in about 20 minutes or so as a uh, victory, uh, 28-14 to 14 over Rochester Mail last night. And uh, we will have our tennis coaches coming up here in just a second, and along with some one-on-one interviews with Clara Kassan and Clara Lippert from the uh, Girls Cross Country Court country team and then AJ Reister takes us around the Raider wrap with the uh, Raider scoreboard uh, all that coming up here uh, this morning just a couple minutes after 10 o'clock beautiful sunshiny day is going to be gorgeous high of 81 today average high is 58 so uh, what a great opportunity to get out and enjoy some beautiful fall weather gusts of wind uh, coming up a little out of the southeast, 25 miles an hour. So it's going to get a little windy this afternoon. So if you're going to rake some leaves, you better get them all taken care of uh, before that wind starts kicking up. Tonight, looks like we've got some showers or thunderstorms, 60% chance with a low of 63. Uh, winds out of the southeast again with gusts up to 30. And tomorrow, sunny skies, 72. Beautiful. Tomorrow night, a low around 49. And then for Monday... Columbus Day, uh, 30% chance of some showers and a high near 65. And then for Monday, it looks like uh, Monday night, it looks like it's going to cool off to about 51. And then Tuesday, sunny again in 67. You're going to see a little bit of showers and thunderstorms along the way on Tuesday night and into Wednesday. But Thursday and Friday, back to kind of more of the normal. Sunny skies, a high of 59 for Thursday. And for Friday, looks like a high of 55. We're at 69 with beautiful sunshiny skies here today, a couple minutes after 10 o'clock. We want to uh, get our uh, up-to-date what's going on with our tennis team today. And uh, Beth LeCan joins us this morning. Good morning, Beth. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Awesome. Okay, so you're one of the two. Uh, Elizabeth Hurlbert, I believe, is uh, the other coach, correct? Yes. Awesome. So uh, Mark Johnson was the uh, coach for many, 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 many years, and uh, it was a very successful program, and I believe that you and Elizabeth were both uh, assistant coaches. Yes, that is true. Um, Elizabeth has been there a few more years than I, um, but this is my fourth year with the team. How did you get involved in the first place? Um, Well, I coached tennis in Faribault for years, right out of college. I coached there for about nine years, and then I took a few years off when my kids were little, and then, but I was always involved with the Northfield um, Community Ed Summer Program. I've been running that program for about 10 years, Um, so it was just kind of the next thing is wanting to get back into high school tennis, so when the um, there was an opening for an assistant coach four years ago, so that's when I joined. Nice. So now there's two of you. Uh, why is there two of you? Any particular reason? Or <laughs> Well, Elizabeth and I were both assistant coaches for the last several years, and we both um, just thought, why not do this job together? Mark Johnson um, thought it would be a good idea for us. He was kind of hoping we would take over when he retired, so the two of us just decided to do it together. Did 
Mark teach you something? Did he instill something in your coaching style that uh, brings to the team today? Yeah, I think he was a good influence on both Elizabeth and I. He he was just a great coach, great guy, always fair. Um, just he was a great leader. He he wasn't a big talker, um, but he just you know he was kind of quiet, but just a great leader and um, just a great all around coach. So I think both of us a lot of times we'll just think, well, what would Mark do in this situation? And we really, I think we do kind of, you know, do make decisions based on what we learned from him and what he did in the past. And he always set the bar really high and we just have the utmost respect for him. So yeah, we do kind of just try to think, what would Mark do in this situation? And we kind of try to emulate that. So you obviously played tennis in college, I'm assuming, because yeah. you came, came out of I college. Oh, I did not play in college. Elizabeth did. I did not. I played in high school. I'm from Faribault. So. Okay. So then, but you went to college, and then you got out of college, and then you got yes. into coaching. Yes. So you must yes. have been a pretty good tennis player. <laughs> uh, I was, yeah, I was okay. I was okay. <laughs> you, what, what, what yeah. are you a four-time state champion or something? Or you, no, <laughs> no, no. Nothing like nothing that? Like that. <laughs> nothing like that. I was that. all conference. So what if if you played in high school and then you didn't play in college and you went through college was that your goal was that your aspiration was to become a coach or a high school coach or just tennis in particular uh, Well you know I never thought much about it I went to school to be a teacher and when I got out of college it was um right it was in 2001 so uh, just before September 11th um I could not find a teaching job there was just a ton of kids coming out of college with teaching degrees. I couldn't find a teaching job, but one of my old high school teachers said, hey, we need a tennis coach. Uh, would you be willing to do that? So I was like, sure. I was. It was something I hadn't really thought of, but it made sense, and I started doing it, and I loved it, and just stuck with that. I coached at the Faribault Middle School, and then I went on to coach at the high school as well. As a coach, do you get coached? Do you go somewhere? Do you go to tennis camps? Do you go to uh, training camps? Do you do, go to, you know, higher learning type of things, anything like that? Yeah. Yep. I try to do as much of that as I can. There's not a ton of, um, there's not a ton out there for high school coaches necessarily, but I've gone to the USTA will put on, um, little camps, clinics for community rec type coaches, which is more for younger kids and beginners, but I've done several of those, um, Elizabeth and I both went to Gustavus this summer to the Tennis and Life Camp there um, because we just thought it'd be a great way to kind of see what they're doing, what they're teaching kids, how they're running their camps, um, just so we could take away some of that stuff to bring into our team. Um, and all of us, we have an assistant coach as well, Tori Borofsky. This, all three of us play um, through USTA League Tennis. And so we all play competitively year round. So we're just we're immersed in tennis pretty much at all times. Good. That sounds like fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> so um Beth Lagan can excuse me is our guest this morning, uh, assistant head no head coach. Uh how do you who calls who what? Do you go hello coach one and coach <laughs> well, two? We call each other co coach. 
Co-coach. Elizabeth and I are co-coaches, and then Tori is the assistant coach. Okay. Well, Beth Lacan, mm-hmm. one of the co-coaches of the tennis team, yes. along with Elizabeth Hurlbert, joins us on our program this morning, and we want to thank you. So let's let's talk about your program. Now, you just took over this year. You've been there for about four years. Elizabeth's been there a little bit longer. Are you mm-hmm. doing anything differently with your program now <laughs> that you have the reins? Um, not really, just we, we tried this year to really, really encourage the girls to play in the summer. That's really important leading into the season. Um, we did have a meeting in the spring. We invited the girls that were going to be coming up from eighth grade. Uh, we had a meeting in the spring to try to get them, you know, on board and just talk about what we were planning on doing. We chose captains, um, so that they could run a few captains practices this summer. Um, and a lot of the girls played in our summer their summer program, which is put on by Community Ed, which is called Junior Team Tennis. And that is a great program. We have some great coaches from two guys that coach at St. Olaf um, that did that. And that's a great program because the kids are getting instructions, and they're three times a week, and then they also play matches um, once a week, which is great. So all of that stuff, we were hoping they could do that in the summer, and that way they'd come into our season in August being ready to play. So, um, but, but that's, you know, Mark's always encouraged that as well. So we've that's about the same. It, we've always tried to get the girls just, it's so important that they play in the off season. So we just really want to encourage that as much as possible. How many, how many matches a week do you have? Do you have just one or do you have a couple? Usually at least two, but we had so many matches before school even started. Our season, our first day of practice was August 16th, a Monday, and we had our first match on Friday the 20th. Wow. And then from that point on, it was just lots of matches. Um, we had two triangulars scheduled in August. They both got rained out, unfortunately, so that was kind of a big, you know, a big hit kind of because yeah. we lost four opponents with those cancellations. Or Well, we postponed them, though. Right. So we ended up having to reschedule those on Saturdays, which normally we don't play on Saturdays, but we had two <clears throat> Saturday triangulars. Um, but, yeah, we had at least, I want to say, eight matches in before school started. Um, was that designed? It, was that designed that way, or is it where they were just trying to get it maybe done? Yeah, or? I'm not <laughs> sure. We it seemed like we had more at the front of the season than we normally do, and we've had kind of there was a week here at the end where we only had one match, which was kind of unusual. But I think um, it worked out well because you never know with with the rain and. We, we lucked out with the weather. After those two rain cancellations, we didn't really have any further. We had one match that we were playing against Rochester John Marshall where we got about half the match in, and then it started raining. So we had to pull everyone off the court, write down their scores, where they were at, who was serving, you know, every detail. And then the plan was to postpone it and play it again. We're in, so the matches that had been completed were complete, and that was great. We finished three matches, but there were four matches that needed to continue playing. And then we so we rescheduled it, and it ended up raining on that day, and so we rescheduled it a third time, and it ended up that Rochester couldn't come that day. They couldn't get a bus, so we had to cancel it. Wow! So that was unusual. We've never had to completely cancel a match before, but um, it was just one of those things. We just couldn't get it in before 
the end of the season. So, so where that are the, was one reason. Well, I was oh, just go I was just going to say. So where are where what's the status of the team now? I mean, are they what, what, who's who's standing out? Um, are you coming close to the end of the season now? Then, or you got some tournaments coming yeah. up? Or well, we're done with our regular season. Last Saturday we had our Big Nine Conference tournament in Rochester. Um, so that is only for the ten varsity positions. Um, there's four singles positions and there's three doubles positions. So that's our ten girls played in that. Our best finish that day was our number one doubles team, um, Gabby Grant and Courtney Graff. They're both junior captains. They finished second at the tournament with their only loss being in the final against Rochester Mayo. Um, <clears throat> and so that was our that was the end of our, our conference season. Um, now, this past week, we started our postseason, which we had our first section match against Stewartville on Tuesday. And we lost a close, uh, close match. We lost 3-4. And so that was the end of our team, uh, team section and team play for the year. Now, going ahead next week, next Thursday, October 14th, we have our individual section tournament. And that will be our top two singles players and our top two doubles teams that will play in that. Who's the, Who's your top singles? So, top singles, we have Marie Lebensky. She's a junior. And then our second singles player will be Maya Deschamps, also a junior. <clears throat> and then our number one doubles team, again, is Gabby Grant and Courtney Graff. And then number two doubles is Natalia Rasmussen and Allison Fawn. And those are all juniors. Actually, now that I look at it, all six of those girls are juniors. Awesome. So they're going to be playing next Thursday. Yeah, we, yep. get, we get to bring them back next year, hopefully, if they're all healthy. And yeah. Wanting yeah, so to we're only back. graduating one senior from, from our varsity. So looks good for next year. <laughs> Was there, so it's 2021, so in 2020... I can't remember. In 2020, March, did they have a fall season? Uh, did you have one last year? Did you get we to did play? Have a, yep, we did. Last year, we were able to have a full season. Um, it was cut. It was a little bit um, shortened. We only were allowed to play conference matches. Normally, we add a few section, you know, people we would play in sections. Um, so last year, we did have a full season. We played 11 matches. And we finished third in the conference last year. Nice. So mm-hmm. overall... You have you, know, you get to sit down and, and and talk with Elizabeth and you know go over the season and go over the year and you know go over some of the stats and 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 maybe even you know think about what what kind of things you want to implement. What do you two take away from this season as your first year of co coaches? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's been it's been a we've had a few curveballs this year, just some different things that that have come up. Um, so I feel like we've We've experienced a lot this year, and, and um, you know, taking over from Mark. Mark's been super helpful. When we have questions, you know, we can call him and ask him, and he's been great helping us, kind of mentor us. And um, we we put in a lot of work, so I think it's just, I think going forward, we, um, we you know, every now and then we'll write something down, like we need to make sure we do this over the, po- you know, on the off season or <clears throat> things we want to remind the girls of that they need to do in the off season. So, yeah, we're all we're all constantly looking ahead. We <clears throat> we graduated, I think, thirteen seniors this past year, and so we knew that this year might be a little bit uh, more of a you know rebuilding year. But this year now we're only going to graduate one senior. So so looking ahead to next season, 
we know, you know, we've got a we've got a great lineup. We've got a great group of girls. So um, I think we're going to be a little stronger next year. So we're looking forward to that. We just want to encourage, like I said, encourage the girls to play as much as they can during the off season, which means finding a place that we can play indoors or that they can play indoors over the winter. How much, how much contact are you allowed to have with the, with the, with the players in the off season? Um, That's a good question. Uh, We can't, you know, hold any kind of practices or anything like that, but we will have our captains chosen already for next year um, by the end of our postseason. So, you know, they might set something up and we can, you know, if they come to us asking like, where could we play or, or where could we take lessons? We will have, you know, we can answer those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. We just can't set anything up. For Got them. it. Got it. So, so do you, do you feel confident in this past season? I mean, do you feel good about where you guys uh, started at and where you ended up? Yeah, definitely. We, you know, like I said, we had our first match within, we had four practices and then we had our first match that lineup that we chose for that first match, we ended up sticking with the entire season. The only change being our number four singles player, Izzy Balvin, got hurt during a match, and she ended up being out for the rest of the season. So we did pull up one person, um, Grace Lacan. She filled in... Um, Any relation? Doubles. Yes, my daughter. <laughs> She's a sophomore. She ended up coming in and playing number three doubles um, with Lucy Boland. And then Mia Natishan had been playing doubles. She moved over to that single spot. So other than that, we've had basically the same lineup the entire season, even heading into our section individuals. It's been our top two um, singles and top two doubles the entire time. So it actually worked out. You know, we're really happy with the way that lineup turned out. Awesome. It worked for us. Well, Beth, I want to thank you for joining us on the program today. Um, you're a trooper. You did an outstanding job, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Beth Lacan, the co-coach of the girls' tennis team. Congratulations on a, a year, uh, your first year. Uh, good luck to the to the singles, um, you know, tournaments next section. And you know, if anyone wins or anything like that, or anyone, you know, make sure you touch base with us and let us know so we can spread the word. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Beth. We appreciate it. Head coach or co-coach of the girls Raiders tennis team, Beth Lacan, and of course the other coach, Elizabeth Hurlbert, uh, unable to to meet with us today, but still, uh, congratulations to the the team. Twenty minutes after ten o'clock, we've got Brent Ewell from the uh, Raiders football team coming up here in just a couple of minutes. A victorious Raiders, indeed. That and more coming up right here on. KYMN. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone and mutual insurance companies provide coverage at Good morning, Brent. How are you, sir? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I got you. Okay. All righty. We're about two minutes away, and we'll go. I'll try to keep it short today. Sounds great. All right, thanks. (laughs) 
five years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Richie Eye Clinic. Check us out, richieeyeclinic.com. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. Professional Pride Realty has experienced local agents with first-hand knowledge of the ever-changing markets. The Realtors and staff at Professional Pride are longtime members of the community and provide a wealth of knowledge of the local markets. They're genuine people who build genuine relationships. Whether it's time to sell your current home or looking to buy or upgrade to a new home, let Professional Pride and their accomplished team help you through the entire process from start to finish professional pride realty providing you with good information to make good decisions heritage dental care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years they specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of heritage dental care new patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week monday through friday from 8 a.m to 5 p.m make an appointment today with doctors david brust david buck amy finn or michael thompson Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. We are the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. We are also the home of an outstanding service department where we always guarantee to have the lowest prices on tires for all makes and models. We even beat online prices on the 13 major tire brands we sell. Guaranteed. So if you're ready for extraordinary service, we're ready to serve. 7 to 5.30 Monday through Friday and Saturday 8 to 3. Now with same day installation on most vehicles. Go Raiders! From everyone at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3. Northfield. Good morning and welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on KYMN. Jimmy LaRue with you. We'll have A.J. Reister coming up in just a couple of minutes. He'll get us up to date on what's going on with scores and highlights throughout the week, along with one-on-one interviews with the girls' cross-country captains. That's all coming up here this morning on the Raider Wrap. And we go right to head coach of the Northfield football team, Brent Yule. Brent, good morning, sir. Good morning. You got You got to feel good. Got a victory under your belt. You tied it up. You're at 500 again. You got to love what uh, what uh, took place. And it was uh, on the road, I believe. It was, yeah, yeah. The kids played really hard. Uh, they executed, which is what we talked about um, all week. Uh, you know, I just thought it was the most complete game that we've played as a team. Um, our penalties were down, and uh, you know, the execution level was there. And, and I, I think our fight has been there all year. It's just. We've, uh, you know, we just haven't executed well offensively and defensively and special teams in all facets of the game, and I think we finally did that and put the most complete game together. And just looking forward to hopefully building off that in the weeks to come. You know, it's it's a it's a trip. Was about forty five minutes to an hour down there, and on the bus, and it's on the road, and then you're there, and you're in a, you know, in an atmosphere that you're not familiar with. So to to come right out and and uh, you know just jump out in front, and then you know just kind of control the game. Uh, it had to it had to bring a lot of confidence back to that team after a couple of uh, tough losses. Yeah, you know, we talked about that quite a bit this year too. Is um, just just playing for each other and believing in each other and that that if you do your job the person next to you is going to do theirs and um, it's easy to talk about and to coach um, and to kind of preach to the kids it's another thing to actually do it and uh, you know I think the kids are starting to believe a little bit and uh, in each other um, and and having a true confidence that if we go out and execute and do our job every play um, 
you know, we're going to be right in a lot of games, and, and it's whether or not we're going to go and make those, those extra plays to, to to win it or to pull it off. So uh, they did a great job last night. They played hard. They played for each other. They executed well, and I'm, just, I'm really happy for them, and I'm really proud of them. Was the uh, bus a little uh, louder than normal <laughs> way back? Oh, maybe a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, our, our kids have done a good – they're resilient. Uh, they really are. You know, we've – We've had our struggles, wins and losses, the last couple of years, and um, you know, so and it's our motto, right? That's part of our pound and stone mentality. Uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, we've kind of taken it on the chin a little bit, and um, and we just we keep preaching to them, you know, we just got to keep swinging, we got to keep working every single day, and and if we do that, you know, we're going to end up in an all right spot at the end of the year. And it's the same thing now. I mean, you know, we played well, we played a complete game, but. We got a really good, really, really good Mankato West team coming to town next Friday, and, and we need to start getting prepared for them. So we're going to enjoy the win, you know. But uh, come Monday, it's 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 go time, and we got to prepare uh, prepare for our game on Friday. And all those all those reps that we get at practice, and all those practices that we get throughout the week are just they're building blocks for for where we want to be at the end of the year, which is approaching really quick. Did the uh, the team did film again this morning already? Uh, we actually gave them the day off today. So awesome. They did not do film. Um, and we, we said that earlier in the week we were going to give them the day off. We wanted to make sure that uh, they're still high school kids and, um, you know, wanted to have them enjoy their weekend. So um, it was uh, hopefully it's a, a good time off and a good, a good rest time. You know, I think part of it, too, is even though it's only coming in for film and doing a little bit of weights, it's, it's important to keep them hungry for football um, and sometimes – Burnout's a real thing for sure in high school athletics and, and in, you know, in every, uh, you know, in, in every facet of life, I guess. And it's, it's important to know that they're still kids and that, and they need to go enjoy their weekend as well. So what a weekend 81 for the day and sunny. Ooh, gotta love that. Good, good call coach. Nice. Nicely I done. I had a chance to talk to Bubba Sullivan last night and he, I, I asked him there probably wasn't many times, uh, you know, in week six of the season that we had, I mean, it was such a beautiful night. The weather's been great this year. So it's been, it's been great to play football every day after school and on Friday nights, especially when the weather's like this. Yeah. And next Friday night, it looks like, uh, the high is only going to be around 55. So probably game time is going to be a lot. You pl- played last night. It was probably warmer last night than the high will be on Friday. So some of that fall season is going to come back, uh, in to, uh, tomorrow or next week's game so is that something that you prepare the kid is how do you how do you do they i mean if it let's say it's 40 degrees out is there some different way that you prepare for that or, or how do you go about that no not really you know I, I think part of it is just the mentality that we try to carry as a coaching staff and as a team and we're not going to make excuses no matter if it you know what kind of weather conditions there are we just we have to go out and execute and do our job and as far as play calling and stuff like that, offensively and defensively, um, obviously the weather can play a little factor into that. If it's wet and rainy and, and super cold and sloppy conditions, you can't just chuck the ball all over the place because you're just not going to probably have a lot of success. You might have turnovers and stuff like that. So that, it affects us in that way a little bit. But as far as the kids go, you know, we just keep preaching to them the same thing. You know, do your job when, you know, do your job when, you're, when it's your time, when your time is called, when it's your number that's called. Uh, go execute for, your, for each other because it's, you know, your teammates deserve your best on every single rep. I know that last year um, we got a late start to the season because they started late because of the COVID, and there were several games that were sub 
I mean, I, th- I think the wound game was like 25 degrees out with a little bit of ice and some snow and some stuff like that. So, um, yeah, cold conditions make it a little bit different, but that's that's football too, isn't it? That's uh, that's the beauty of football in the fall. Yeah, that's right, especially in Minnesota. Uh, Mankato West rolling in here. Um, yeah, tough game. It's a 7 o'clock start, I do believe. You'll catch it right here on KYMN. Um, this is going to be a, a, a quite quite, uh, quite the uh, challenge, I guess you could say, for the team. Um, it's at home, so that's good. You get the hometown fans involved with that. And then you on Wednesday, uh, you travel to Faribault for a game. Um, kind of uh, a short, short little time in between games to get prepared for. Yeah, it definitely is. This is always a tricky part of the year, uh, you know, and that's why health is so important, um, you know, with our kids and just staying hungry and uh, to play football and being healthy because we got to minimize some of our repetitions and the blows we take to our body during practice because the game season starts getting shorter and uh, or the, the game prep time gets shorter and we just we need, we need to be healthy at the end of the year and continue to get better. So um, I think we have a pretty good plan going in and um, for, for this Friday and uh, and, and then uh, I know we will for next Wednesday as well. We got two really good teams to finish the schedule. Fairbowl's tough. They're, they're playing really well this year. And um, at least Bankano West is here in town, and then they're back over to Fairbowl. Any particular reason why they set it on that Wednesday, or just that's the way it was? Yeah, it's, it's, so it's MEA break, so there's no school Thursday and Friday for most most schools anyway throughout the state. And, um, and then they also want to crunch down so that they can break down the playoff schedule because then we follow up that next Tuesday we'll play a game, a playoff game. Likely it will be at home. Um, so they try to get a little more spacing in between those without drawing the season out. Um, and it's all based kind of off of off of the prep bowl schedule or the state championship game in U.S. Bank. So that's kind of why they do it. They try to crunch that playoff season down and then go from there. Awesome. Well, Coach, um... Sounds like you had a heck of a night last night. It was a good time, a good win uh, for the Raiders. It was a uh, you know twenty eight points. You got to be happy about that. And you only shut them down to a couple you know fourteen points. So defensively they they stepped up, and then offensively they really took to the challenge. It sounds like last night as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I'm just proud of the kids. I'm happy for them. Uh, we got such great people involved in our program, and uh, you know it could be happier to be a part of it. Awesome. Coach, I'm going to let you go. It's 81 degrees outside. You gave the team some time off. Go have some fun with your family and enjoy the, the beautiful weather today. And good luck to you next Friday night as the Raiders take on Mankato West here in town. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You bet. Brent Ewell, head coach of the Northfield Raiders, victorious football team, 28-14 to last night. They are 3-3 three and three on the season, and that's a good thing. Mankato West coming to Northfield on Friday night, 7 o'clock is kickoff. You'll get all the action right here on 95.1 The One. And you can listen to us live at KYMNRadio.net. You can stream the football game. A.J. Reeser will bring all the calls and highlights of that game next Friday night right here on KYMN. 28 minutes in front of 10 o'clock. And coming up, we'll get A.J. in here, and he'll do a little one-on-one with Clara Kassan and Clara Lippert from the Girls Cross Country team. All that coming up and more right here on the Raider Wrap on KYMN. 
Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. Another new addition that's coming to Dundas is called Tower Heights. It's an extension of the Bridgewater Heights neighborhood up by the roundabout on Highway 1. We're going to have about 30 single-family lots, and they are ready now. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! The forced air system in your home keeps you comfortable year-round. But most people don't know, there's a lot more than air coming out of your ducts. Let the professionals at Service Master by Iat get the dust, dirt, allergens, and even dust mites out of your ducts and out of the air you breathe, so your family can breathe clean, healthy air once again. You have a choice of who to call when it comes to cleaning your ducts and improving the air you breathe. Make the right choice. Demand the best. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Service Master by Iat, 877-945-0993. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on KYMN. 25 in front of 11. We're at 72 this uh, morning, and it's going to be partly sunny, a high near 81. Southeast winds uh, gusts up to 25 miles an hour this afternoon, and then tonight a chance of some showers or thunderstorms, about a 60% chance is likely uh, for this evening, and cooling off to only around 63, so a very mild, mild overnight. For tomorrow, looks like sunshine again, high of 72, winds picking up by that southwest of about 25 miles an hour, and for tomorrow night, looks like cloudy skies, a low around 49, and then for Monday, there's going to be a slight chance of some showers, but otherwise partly sunny and a high of 65, calm winds shifting to the north-northwest, and then for tomorrow or Monday night, looks like they'll have a low around 51, and for Tuesday, partly sunny, a high again near 67. Rounding out the rest of the week, a little bit of a chance of some showers or thunderstorms. Thursday and Friday coming back to about normal. Average temperature highs for this time of the season is about 58, 59 degrees, and Thursday has a high of 59 and Friday a high of 55. So it'll be a little chillier for the Friday night football game against Mankato West here in Northfield next Friday night. Did you know it's National Moldy Cheese Day? That is correct. Just about everybody seems to get a day. When's it going to be Jimmy LaRue Day? That's what I want to know. Where's the Where's the president? I need to talk to this guy. A.J. Reister joins us this morning, and he's going to go one-on-one with our girls' cross-country team. A.J., what do you know? 
Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Rap. I'm AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with Girls Cross Country All-Stars Claire Lippert and Claire Casson. How are you two doing today? We're doing great. Yeah, I'm doing good. That's awesome to hear. We're going to start off with some get-to-know-you questions. How has school been going so far this year? Pretty good. I'm happy to be back all in person. Same here, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a step up from last year where we were kind of going back and forth, so it's awesome that we're all back in person. What kind of classes are you guys taking? I'm taking an environmental science class that I'm excited about, an art classes. My advanced English 9 is super fun this year. You enjoy advanced English 9? I think it's fun. Really? With Scott Stina? Yeah. Screaming Scott? <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we, did, we did karaoke last week. What? Why, why did it's it? so fun. Okay, why is that actually... You guys are doing karaoke and I got, like, C's. <laughs> yeah, I, like, failed every test I ever took in this class. And you guys are singing. Yeah. Sounds a lot more fun. You've been doing an in-class essay yet, yeah, though. Pig. Yeah, no, kill that's right. Pig. Kill the pig. <laughs> yeah, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Are you guys in any other sports outside of cross-country? Yeah, I do track and Nordic skiing. I also do track and Nordic. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then what do you guys do outside of school and sports? I have been on the speech team for the past couple of years, and I think I will do it again in high school. I'm in Mayor's Youth Council. <laughs> youth and government. That's fun. Yeah. There you go. Oh. There you go. And then, Clara, you are a senior this year. Have you kind of thought about where you're going next year, or are you kind of just sitting um, on that one? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out colleges that I can run at right now because I think that I want to continue doing that in college. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Awesome. So now we'll start to get into some of the cross-country questions. You guys had a meet. By the time this interview actually airs, it would have been last Friday, because this interview is going to air next Saturday. Okay. So technically, last Friday, you guys had a meet in Red Wing. How did Mm -hmm. that go for you guys? Really well. It went so well, yeah. Yeah, I know. I had a great race, and so did Claire. Um, So we're pretty excited about that, and our team did pretty well. That's awesome to hear. Have there been any underclassmen that have kind of caught your eye so far? I mean, Claire, you're a freshman, so, I mean, that's pretty awesome that you're running varsity. Have there, have there been any other underclassmen that have kind of been catching your eye so far earlier in the season? Absolutely. <laughs> so there are actually quite a few underclassmen who are really stepping up this year. Um, our top runner right now is Callie Graber, and she is an eighth grader. Uh-huh. So that is pretty impressive. And then Peyton Quaz is a... She's also she's a seventh grader, yeah, wow. and she is our fifth runner right now, so that's just like pretty amazing. And then we have a lot of middle schoolers and ninth graders who are like in our upper JV area, and they're just doing amazing this year. So that's pretty fun to watch. What are kind of the team goals for this season? We're over halfway through the season now. Uh, how have those been going, and what are you looking forward to in these last few meets? Well, I know that as a girls team, we really want to go to state this year. Um, and we know that's kind of a reach goal, but it's a good way to get through practice and just get excited about meets. Um, I think placing well at conference and sections is something that we're working towards, and I really think that we can do that. So that's been super exciting to just like talk about and think about. What are kind of your personal goals for the season? Like we just talked about, we're kind of over the halfway mark going the last few meets of the season what are your your personal goals that you've been working on well i just on this last race i broke 21 which is super exciting and i think i want to get down into like the like maybe 30 like 2030s 2040s i want to break 20 minutes i've been pretty close the last few years and then 
I'm also really hoping to make it to state, either with the team or individually. Yeah, why not? It's your senior year. Go out with yeah. a band, right? <laughs> you just gotta go all out. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, what are some things that the team is working on right now in practice, kind of going into these last few meets? I know that we're really focusing on like pacing right now, and then what I kind of like have been focusing on with the team before races is just like positive thinking and like having that mindset that like you can do it, and like just overcoming those mental blocks to make it through running because it's pretty difficult. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really easy to be, like, super negative before a race. Like, I don't want to do this. It's going to be so painful. But, like, as a team, like, being able to say, like, yeah, we got this, like, and our, like, Mm -hmm. cheers, like, I'm going to do awesome. And it, like, helps us a lot, which is good. That's awesome. And then, obviously, my favorite cheer of your guys is before before meets. We probably won't say it on the radio, but it is definitely by far one of my favorites. So that's awesome. (laughs) And my final question for you, too, is uh, what COVID-19 protocols are kind of different this year than last year? Last year is kind of a huge mess going into this year what kind of protocols are a little bit different than last year's protocols so last year we had a lot of smaller meets and there were less spectators allowed um which kind of like changed the race like atmosphere but i was still happy that we could even have a season but most of our meets were two or three teams even our section meet was split up into groups of like four teams each so we didn't really have that, like, race energy that we're able to have this year, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting to have, like, super big meets because then, like, when you place, it sort of, like, feels more exciting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Winning these big races like, actually, like, shows we worked hard for something, whether winning a dual or a triple meet sort of <laughs> yep. is, like, yeah. not, like, like, I mean, like, it's exciting, but it's a little bit less on the big ones. And being 14 teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. Fun. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big flex, so. That's awesome for you guys. Well, thank you, Clara and Claire, for coming in today. I had a great time, and good luck the rest of the season. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at schmidthomes.com for more information. When you are ready to 
buy a new home or refinance your existing mortgage, Community Resource Bank has different mortgage options available for you. This is Sue White, and I'm here to tell you that Community Resource Bank will help you understand the differences, listen to your goals and financial situation to help you choose the right solution to get you into the home of your dreams. Just go online to begin the home loan process at www.crb.bank. Our experienced lenders will walk you through it every step of the way. Community Resource Bank in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Willkommen und uh, welcome to the Raider app here on a Saturday afternoon. 10.45, and we're at 72, partly sunny skies, going to 81 today. It's a National Motorcycle Ride Day. The month of October has two significant reasons to ride. First of all, it's the end of the riding season for a lot of motorcyclists. Don't tell Trip that because he won't believe it. And uh, it is also the month that uh, John B. Dunlop developed the first practical pneumatic tire in 1887. I don't know if you knew that, but that's what's going on. Without this development in tire technology, motorcycles would not perform as they do or be as enjoyable as they are today. That being said, the day also honors John B. Dunlop and the invention of the first practical pneumatic tire. 81 is going to be your high. If you don't have a motorcycle, get on a bicycle, go rent one. Just, you know what? Just get outside. Gorgeous day today, 81. Maybe a chance of some showers later tonight, cooling off around 63. Sunny skies again tomorrow and a high of 72. We're currently at 72 with mostly sunny skies. It is absolutely beautiful out today. So 14 minutes in front of 11 o'clock. We're just about to wrap up the week with A.J. Reister. A.J., let's get to our Raiders scoreboard, shall we? Welcome to the Raiders scoreboard on Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1. The one, we have a lot of games to go through today, so let's start off with some volleyball. Who beat Prior Lake on Monday in five sets? The Raiders won the first set, the first two sets, twenty-five to fifteen and twenty-six to twenty-four, but then dropped the next two, twenty-one to twenty-five and twenty-eight to thirty, but won the fifth set, eighteen to sixteen. Sydney James led the team in kills with seventeen. On Tuesday, the volleyball team swept Albert Lee three to nothing. They won the first set, twenty-five to twelve. The second, twenty-five to ten, and the third, twenty-five to ten. Sydney James led the team in kills with nine. The volleyball team also swept Winona on Friday 3 to nothing. They won the first set 25 to 6, the second 25 to 11, and the third 25 to 12. The Raiders improved to 16 and 4 on the season and sit in first place in the Big 9 conference. The boys soccer team beat Fairbo on Tuesday 3 to 1 on senior night. Jesse Lazaro Marcia, Pablo Gallardo, and Leo Runstad all had goals on the night. And then on Thursday the boys soccer team tied Rochester JM 1 to 1. And the Raiders finished their regular season 3-6-1 overall. The girls' soccer team beat Fairbo on Tuesday 12-1. Ava Stanchina had the double hat trick with six goals. Lucy Rand had two. Evelyn Salgado, Catherine Hubers, Avery Watkins, Jana Jansen, and Millie Bovin all had one goal. The girls' soccer team tied Rochester JM on Thursday 2-2. Evelyn Salgado and Ava Stanchina each had a goal for the Raiders as they end their regular season 3-8-2 overall. 
the girls' cross-country team took second at the Evberg Invitational on Thursday, scoring 74 points, right behind the winner Rochester Century, who scored 72 points. Top three for the Raiders were Callie Graver, who took sixth, Clara Whitford, who took 12th, and Audriana Fleming, who took 13th. The boys' cross-country team took eighth at the Evberg Invitational on Thursday, scoring 218 points, while Lakeville North won the meet, scoring 47 points. Top three for the Raiders were Nathan Amundsen, who took 14th, Sam Fullen took 38th, and Carter Sloman took 49th. The football team beat Rochester Century 28-14 on Friday night in Rochester. In the first quarter, Ian Stanton scored the first points of the night with a three-yard rushing touchdown. In the second quarter, Soren Richardson dropped one into Tate Jernell, and he took it 34 yards for the touchdown. Then in the third, Soren Richardson dropped one in for Austin Kep for a 25-yard touchdown. Then in the fourth quarter, Ian Stanton broke a 50-yard touchdown run loose up the middle for a second touchdown of the night as the Raiders improved to 3-3 three and, three and sit in fifth place in the Big Nine Conference. That's all I have for the Raider scoreboard. You're listening to Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1, The One. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. The buying and selling process of a home can be intimidating, so let an experienced local Professional Pride Realtor help navigate you and be your best advocate through the entire process from start to finish. Their caring and honest agents and staff want you to be successful in selling your current home or finding the home that's right for you. Professional Pride Realty is dedicated to providing a more personalized service while educating buyers and sellers on today's ever-changing market professional pride realty providing you with good information to make good decisions no matter what business you're in it's hard to find someone to keep your business clean service master by iot's janitorial services cover everything from floor care and carpet cleaning to general cleaning windows and power washing when you're in need of janitorial cleaning services demand the yellow van call service master by iot today Fall into savings with cooler weather means hotter deals here at Northfield Ford Chrysler. Visit us to see the latest F-150 trucks along with pre-owned cars and trucks available in every price range and fall into savings. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Open six days a week, located on Highway 3 here in Northfield. From the Northfield Ford Chrysler team, the home of the best price guarantee, Go Raiders! Welcome back to a wrap of the Raider Wrap here on a Saturday morning with Jimmy LaRue. It's about nine minutes in front of 11 o'clock. And today is, uh, we got an art tour going on today. That's all going on today throughout the day from uh, 10 o'clock until 6 o'clock this afternoon. And then tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5, there's all kinds of wonderful uh, things to see and do in Northfield, Faribault, uh, Farmington, there's a, there's just a whole bunch of different 
uh, places that you can stop by and enjoy uh, the art tour of 2021. We have some of these brochures that are right out front of the studio. They're just sitting out on the on a stoop out there. Uh, feel free to come by, grab one, and then uh, take a tour around the city of Northfield. Or uh, if you want to venture over to Faribault, there's a bunch of stuff going on over there. And a couple of spots, the Eureka Pots over there in Farmington, uh, has got some different things that you can just kind of cruise through and, and take a look. What's going on? That's all going on here this afternoon from 10 until 6 and tomorrow from 10 until 5. Grab one of the art tour pamphlets or brochures that are just right out in front of our studio right here on the Main Street and Division here in Northfield, right here in front of KYMN Radio. Congratulations to the uh, Northfield Raiders as they are victorious over Century, Rochester Century last night, 28-14 to in a complete game, as you heard from Coach Brent Ewell. You can catch all of the interviews this morning. You can catch that on KYMNRadio.net. All you have to do is just log in, go to the programs and select the Raider Rap Show and we'll have that up online for you here shortly after 11 o'clock. And again, we want to thank Beth Lacan from the girls tennis team who joins us this morning, co-coach Beth Lacan. She uh, shares those duties with Elizabeth Hurlbert and uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth couldn't get in uh, or be with us today, but we uh, really appreciate Beth for coming on the program today and providing us with an update of where the girls are. And uh, next Thursday, they'll have an opportunity to go into the singles and doubles tournaments uh, next week. So good luck to those young ladies as they uh, try out in the uh, postseason. And then uh, Brent Ewell, of course, joining us this morning, uh, as he does each week, to go over what's happening with the Northfield Raiders. They've got a tough one next Friday night. Uh, they've got Mankato West coming into town next Friday night. Mankato West is tough. Uh, I believe they're undefeated, and they're coming in, and they're they're uh, they're a big powerhouse here in the conference. So um, the Raiders are definitely going to have their hands full, and like Brent said, they're going to have to play a whole complete game. Everyone's going to have to step up, the defense, the offense, special teams, everyone, in order for them to uh, hold back Mankato West. But that's 7 o'clock is kickoff. It's going to be a, a nice one, I think. Uh, it looks like uh, for Friday night, it's going to be a little bit cooler than uh, it has been over the past several weeks. And our normal highs and lows are about 58 and 42. So on Friday night, it looks like Friday is a high of around 55 and cooling off right around in that 40-degree uh, area, maybe even a 39 degrees, dipping into the 30s uh, finally. Uh, for this time of the season, but today is going to be like 81 in sunshine. It's 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 just going to be an amazing, amazing day. Girls cross country team Clara Kesson and Clara Lippert joined AJ Reister uh, this morning, and of course AJ gets you up to date with all the scores and highlights of the season. That happens every week right here on the Raider Wrap, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning, and we'd most definitely. Want to thank all of you for joining us this morning. Don't forget to catch us next week at 10 a.m. as we bring you more of Raiders activities and highlights. Yarn lovers and crafters around the world, rejoice! That's right, it's I Love Yarn Day today as they embraces the opportunity to share your craft with someone new. Teach someone to knit, crochet, weave, or enjoy any yarn craft. Explore the variety of yarns, their vibrant colors, their soft textures, and warm tones. Expose your stash to the daylight and break out the scissors. Needles optional. That's it. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu from 95.1 to 1 AM 1080 and streaming on KYMNRadio.net. Have a great day, peeps. We'll see ya next week.
95.1, the one station where our playlist goes on for days. Keep up with local news and events. Rich Larson hosts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently and look for updates on our Facebook page for news stories and community events. KYMN Radio is 95.1 the one.